gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! dudes with a view thanksgiving week my name is del kennedy i am dude number three we will be on the air uh today tomorrow and wednesday this week on thursday and friday of this week our this station and our sister station wkrm uh will be closed for the holidays and we hope everyone has a wonderful thanksgiving uh there's a lot it's a time to reflect, I guess, is I guess what I'm thinking. Clayton Harris, dude number two, how you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. And I'm not seeing Mr. Jim. He's Hill. not on yet. So Okay, Mike. Maybe he'll join us here in a minute. Carrie Powers sent her regrets. Um she's usually with us on Monday. Most of you know her blood runs deep orange. Uh she says she's got guests, but I suspect she's got the orange flu after what happened to uh the Vols on Friday night. Saturday. Saturday Saturday Saturday, night, Saturday, 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 yeah. Uh nobody and I mean nobody, nobody saw that coming. I mean that was just unbelievable. Yeah, Rat- Rattler Spencer Rattler picked a uh, fine time to come out of his funk. <laughs> Mike, he was playing against the 124th ranked well, secondary in the country. Yeah, well, I could go out but, there. But, his pat, but the, the the front is supposed to be better than that, you know. Yeah, you're right. The secondary is horrible, but the horrific. The front, yeah, and, and then the front the front is supposed to be better than that. That's what's kept him kind of balanced out on the defense up up until this time, and it just. I mean, it crumbled. Well, and no, Jer- no Jeremy, <laughs> folks, but no Jeremy. Folks, Banks. Mike Lyles is on the board. And he's joining us here with a little commentary on the orange. So go ahead, guys. So what happened? Uh, no, well, Jeremy Banks, uh, one of their leading tacklers on defense, a linebacker, did not even make the trip to Columbia, South Carolina. And uh, there's a lot of speculation out there. Uh, you know, he says he didn't. There, there, there's nothing to it uh, yesterday. But uh, rumor has it that he wants or wanted more NIL money, stomped on the tee in the locker room, and then him and Hinton Hooker, the quarterback for the University of Tennessee, actually got into an altercation. Banks didn't make the trip to Columbia. The team just... It's, it, they just didn't look right. We didn't have that same fire that we've seen them and. Um, I don't know. I think I think I think Josh Heifel is going to have to get a little bit more. Um, he, he's going to have to give a little bit more than no comment when it comes to what happened because there seemed to be something going on with that team. That that was not the same team that we've seen over the past ten weeks. Uh, South Carolina, one of the worst offenses in the SEC. Scored 63 points. That's the first time that an unranked team has scored that many points on a top five team ever. Yeah. Ever. 
it was just an unmitigated disaster from the from the get go. Actually, I mean, they just romped down. They just marched down the first series and just you know almost like they the defense wasn't there. Spencer and it, and it went from there. Spencer <laughs> Rattler had eight touchdowns on the year coming into that yeah. game. He left yeah. the game with six. Yeah. So <laughs> I I don't. I don't know. I mean, and you're like, eight quarters away. You're eight quarters away from making the playoffs. There's, no, you know, if you listen to us in the afternoon, I've been saying it. Yeah. You went out. You're in yeah. based on your resume. They they had a great resume. Yeah, uh, and you, you know, Ohio State, and Michigan. One of them's going to get yeah, knocked ab- off. Absolutely. And, and so you know, you're you're sitting pretty right there at the the number five spot, waiting, you know, and, and waiting to to step in when the gaps comes up, and then. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, if you listen, I mean, Tony Basilio had his fifth quarter show, which is just an online deal that he does after every game. And they went for over four hours Saturday night. And, and there, there's some Tennessee fans that are saying that this is a, this is one of the worst losses ever. Yeah. Are you suspecting that the, Team had some kind of internal uh, division. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. There's something. Yeah, there, there's something. There was something going. You know, the, like like you said, the team wasn't the team what, that we were used to so, seeing and, and, and stuff like that. So Hatfields and McCoys kind of. Oh, and people. Well, and I, I was telling you guys, people. You know, I I didn't even know who Jeremy Banks was, but Jeremy Banks was actually dismissed from the program by Jeremy Pruitt in 2019. Um, this is a, a guy that was uh, during an arrest made on him in Knoxville. Told a young lady who was training with a police officer that, "Ma'am, if I was you, I wouldn't do this because where I'm from, we shoot at police officers." And he, you know, he's at, he went to Cordova High School in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, had had been in some trouble, and Jeremy Pruitt actually dismissed him. Uh, it, Josh Heifel comes in, brings him back, gives him a second chance, and. Uh, and- up up until this week, and, and again, I'm say this week because I'm sure there was some stuff building up before before Saturday. Uh, seemed to be a, a at least a workable decision. Uh, I understand giving guys second chances. Now, again, no, un, not knowing exactly what happened on during the week and what happened off, you know, in the locker room and stuff like that. Uh, Mike, you know, I'm, get, I'm getting a message from Mr. York saying, uh, "Please let him in." Uh, Turn him on, let him in. He's not showing up on our board, is what? I'll send him. I'll send him a second one. Well, I, I tell you, um, well, I think maybe the most disturbing thing about this, if all this stuff is true, the fact that he was wanting more money. Uh, this is what you're going to get into when you're paying these guys, and uh, I'm not a fan of it. I think it ruined. I think it, it it doesn't make it what it used to be. It's not amateur athletics anymore. I understand that they ought to get something because they're making. Yeah. these universities are making billions. But of making dollars. the highest bidder type thing is not well, a good to, thing. Well, to hold you your know. team hostage yeah. uh, right yeah. before one of the biggest games of the year uh, because I mean, yeah, I mean South Carolina. They weren't very good. Yeah. They, they got beat like a drum the week before by Florida, yeah. who Delks, Vanderbilt, Commodores beat Saturday up in Nashville. Yeah. And guess who the Oranges play on this Saturday? Saturday. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. The, the miss, the, Without their starting quarterback now, who tore his ACL yeah. late in the game and is out for the year. There's and, and if Vandy went, Vandy has something to play for. That they have five wins. If they win Saturday, they're in the they're bowl they're, eligible. They're, they're going to get to go to a bowl game. 
That that happens about every 25, 30 years. It's like Haley's Comet. Yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't happen very often. But what a great job Clark Lee, yeah, an MBA graduate uh, from Nashville, he has done an excellent job with Vanderbilt this year. Uh, last year they were terrible. And not saying that they're, you know, they are much improved this year. And um, Vegas had them at a two-win total for the whole year, and they have surpassed that. Got a big win over Florida. The fans the fans rushed the field, so Vandy's going to get fined for that. They already announced wasn't as many as we saw Saturday night in, in well, Columbia. But the fans rushed the field. That was a big win for Vanderbilt. Oh, that's a huge win. That's, yeah. a, that's a you know the, you've heard the form. term signature win. Yeah, you know, that's 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 a signature win because now you're, you're beating a program that has perennially beat the snot. Well, the, well, the last time Vanderbilt beat beat uh, Florida, I was four years old. Yeah, it was in 1988. 88. Yeah, <laughs> that's about right. That's about uh, Haley's comet. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, so the stars hope, could align. I hope. I hope Coach Lee can can build a program to where he can sustain this growth. Uh, you know, it's it's taking what a year and a half. This is his second year, isn't it? If it I, is. Yeah, it's taken him a year and a half to kind of get over get over that hump a little bit. Uh, but uh, but I hope he I hope he's able to to uh, to to keep the growth going, and uh, you know. Because that would just make that just make things better here all over the state. You know, having a, a real rivalry again in the state, um, just having Vanderbilt viable again is well, is, uh, I, is, I, is something that would be special around here. Well, I I think I think I think the game this Saturday up in Nashville is going to be a lot just, closer. Than I was going to say the, the, the interest in the game picked up dramatically. I, I tell you what. what, what <laughs> all right, we got Miss York now. I think let's see. Yep. Mr. York. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Good, good morning, morning, Mr. York. I, we're, we're talking about the UT uh, South Carolina disaster uh, last yeah, Saturday. Yeah, UT bombed out again, man, and Vanderbilt is on the rise. Golly. I'm telling you. And this could be this, – this has got a recipe. If you're a Tennessee fan, this has got a recipe for disaster Saturday. I'm just telling you right now. You got your backup quarterback who's going to have to play, who looked like he was still overthrowing people. You know, it's different when you come in a game and you make good throws when you're leading by 40. It's different when you're down 30 and you're having to come in and make good throws. Oh, yeah. I'm just telling yeah, you right the pressure's now. Pressure's on. Exactly. The pressure's on. Vanderbilt has all the momentum. They went to Kentucky and got a huge win up there. That was their first conference win in three years. They have back-to-back conference wins for the first time since who knows when. I'm just saying, tread lightly. And there's an orange snowball rolling downhill right now that is getting bigger and bigger, and mm-hmm. it's a scary thing. Well, and, and if you're Tennessee and, and if you're Josh Heifel, your challenge is – how do I get these I guys got, up? I just they, say, they, I got I to write this They blew their quickly. season. They, all they had to do was beat South Carolina and Vanderbilt, and they're in the playoffs. Now that's over. He's got to convince them what they're playing for when they go. Now, if you're Clark Lee and Vanderbilt, it's, hey, we win this game. We get to go to a bowl game in January. And I'm telling you, it's yeah. going to be a great game. Yeah. I really believe it. It's going to be a it, lot it better game promising. than you're supposed it to be. It looks real <laughs> promising for Vanderbilt. I, 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 I don't disagree. I, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how much things can change in three hours. In three yeah. hours, the whole well, thing can change. Well, I was I was sitting here thinking, watching the earlier games, and I'm sitting here going, okay, 
everybody, yeah, everybody in the top, Michigan escaped. was was yep. was stumbling, almost lost. And I was thinking, going, oh man, they're losing before they're supposed to be losing. And then, of course, they they escaped and were able to pull it out. And then all of a sudden, you start watching that the the Tennessee game. Like, uh oh. We're we're getting bit by the same bug, and then no, we didn't get bit by the same bug. We got devoured by the same bug. Well, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to suggest uh, to everybody yeah. that's a Tennessee fan, or you know, a couple to, to tune in this afternoon to Tony Basilio <laughs> from two to four. <laughs> My yeah. goodness! A couple of weeks ago, I was hoping that Tennessee wouldn't have those letdown games, and and they disappointed me and had one, and now they had another. Well, it, Mr. York, you missed it, but we were talking about some of the internal issues that, uh, you know, Jeremy Banks, the starting linebacker, didn't even make the trip to Columbia. And there's a rumor going around that him and Hendon Hooker had gotten into it earlier in the week over uh, Banks wanting more NIL money. And Banks mm-hmm. is uh, the former, or is the player that Jeremy Pruitt actually kicked off the the team back in 2019 when he made the when he was getting arrested. He made the remarks uh, to a young lady who was training to be a police officer that, "Ma'am, I wouldn't do that because where I come from, we shoot at police officers." And, and Banks is from Cordova, Cordova High School in Memphis, um, mm-hmm. and he gotten him in really hot water. Josh Heifel comes in and brings him back to the program and. Uh, Something went down, and that that wasn't the same Tennessee team we saw the first 10 weeks of the season out there. Yeah, they were floundering pretty badly. Apparently. Sounds like they just left the field. (laughs) 63 points. Yeah. They gave up 63 points in a game. Gee. Well, well, you know, uh, karma comes full circle because I said when they scored that late touchdown that week they scored that late touchdown on who was that Kentucky it was, um, no, no sir it was last week against Missouri oh yeah Missouri I say man you don't you don't drive a nail in your opponent like that because everybody that. comes comes after you after that and that's exactly what happened this past Saturday you're exactly right Mr. York alright let's take a break come back Thanksgiving week three dudes with a view of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Thanksgiving week, three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Mr. Clayton Harris. How are you? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Del, I got a little announcement to make about the school system when you get time. All right. Let me just mention that Carrie Powers is uh, usually with us on Monday, but she's not with us. She says that she's entertaining guests. We're guessing she's got the orange flu uh, and can, and may not come out of her hole for quite a while. <laughs> What's going on, Mr. York? Uh, I want to make it. I talked to Jack Cobb, uh, I think, Friday, and they're, they're initiating a new program called Anti-Vaping in the school system in Murray County. And he started at uh, Kalioka School, uh, and he's got students involved. Uh, in making videos, and they're going to put them on TikTok. 
uh, anti-vaping is, is something that that's a go- might become a crisis in schools. A lot of students are doing it, but there are habit-forming habits. In other words, it can become very addictive. And then there's the health habit, uh, the health problem with with uh, inhaling those different chemicals in the lungs. So th- he's allowing students to make the videos, and they're going to put in, and they have input, and they're going to put them on TikTok. And I think it's a very good program that he's initiating. It's called the anti-vaping program. Thank you, Mr. York. Um, I don't know. Did, do you have any idea or did Jack give you a gauge of how uh, big a problem this is in Murray County schools? It's a big problem. The thing it's, he told me is that it, it's a growing problem in, in trying to get kids not to get into the vaping arena because it, it, it can be detrimental. You know, and I've seen when those vapes came out years ago, I saw where you know, they would catch on fire in the student's pocket and stuff like that. But but there's addiction problems, and there's also uh, the health issues that come about from inhaling those uh, flavored uh, vapes into the lungs. Modern-day cigarettes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just a computerized cigarette is all it is. And as a former teacher, that you know, we, we had to, to deal with those an awful lot, uh, you know, the last they're couple ev- years. They're everywhere. Uh, it's... It's been marketed as a "quote unquote" safe cigarette, and it's mm-hmm. anything but. Uh, it, it's uh, it has all the same dangers um, that that regular cigarettes have. It, it's just been marketed, and what really has been insidious about their marketing is, like you said, the flavored ones. You know, you know, when 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 you've ever seen a, a tutti frutti flavored or an orange flavored cigarette or something like that but they marketed these things to where they appealed to kids knowing that if they could ever get them hooked and and the nicotine level is as high well, here, and, here's, and just as dangerous here's one of the i'm big- sure okay so it's a it's starting in the Kalioka unit school it's on uh tiktok i don't know if you can go to tiktok and search for it or not i'm sure you can uh let's see jack cobb's show the yellow school bus about murray county schools will be on uh this station wednesday from four to five correct and i would guess that he might be talking about this subject perhaps and you know the other thing i think the biggest thing because i got a kid in junior high school you know where he goes to school it goes on. It goes on in the bathrooms. But the biggest thing is... Well, if a kid... I mean, the kid... Whatever it is, kid's going to do it. You yeah, know? but it, the, the big thing is, is that the, they're getting sold to these kids. That's yeah. where it needs yeah. to stop. It's getting... So you're supposed to be 18 or 21 now. Yeah, yeah. Buy, it's, it's getting You're supposed sold. to have the same regulations that cigarettes and mm-hmm. alcohol and tobacco. stuff like that, you know, or to, all tobacco products have. Uh, though, it, it's, it's very... Um, insidious right now I, I, I say it's insidious it's exactly what it is it's being sold whether it's at, at this point it almost has to be black market because all the law the rules have changed to, to where age it's supposed to be age appropriate now but it, it, it's a huge problem it is a, a massive problem it, uh, it is it really is and uh but- but it's also great to see kids that are, are aware of what the problem yeah. is to be involved in the program and to be against it and to have, uh, you know, some some testimony as to why they wouldn't be involved. in. It. so it, it's a good thing. Uh, by the way, yeah. Del, TikTok and Spring Hill has uh, students on TikTok all the time. They do little things, uh, cheerleaders and do little different things on, on TikTok. So it's a it's a medium that the students watch quite often. Uh, yes, I mean I don't do TikTok, but I've 
uh, I've been informed that uh, the high school and junior high school age does do TikTok quite a bit. Uh, well, folks, that's something to be aware of, and uh, and I'm sure that I mean Jack is frequently on these stations, and also has a, a show every Wednesday from four yeah. to five called the Yellow School Big Yellow School Buzz, where he talks about what's going on in and around murray county public schools and so i'm sure we're going to hear more about this i'm sure when he's ready to 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 discuss it fully he'll he'll put it up because it's uh it's 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 in the form of a of a contest of some kind you know where the, who, who can put the best best video anti-vaping video together uh and but but he's going to each of the schools to help uh to help uh, record those and it's going to make the parents aware of what's going on oh, yeah. in the schools and how they can protect their kids. They need to have a conversation with their children uh, about vaping. Yep. Thanks for bringing that to us, Mr. York. The, uh, it is Thanksgiving week, uh, and that's a big deal, I think, a time to reflect. Uh, and I hope everybody's getting ready to do something. Where, 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 What are you going to do, Mr. York? I'm, I'm heading south, man. I'm going to the bayou, eat some crawfish. Now, wait, do, you, do you have a daughter there? Yeah, I have brothers, sisters. All right. Have a big time. That'll be great. Well, I'm going to read something that my daughter, uh, Barry Kennedy, uh, wrote in uh, 2003. She would have been a senior in high school then. And it's called The Last True Holiday. And it goes like this. This is my theory. There are the most flowers in the church on Christmas and Easter. And also there's the least room in the pews. But bottoms are squirming in rabbit smock dresses. Mine's on stuffed stockings while mouths form amen. This is my theory. There are the most hearts in the heavens on our most secular holiday. The Christmas songs are in the grocery but we stave off the marketing, hold away the tickle-me-elmo pressure to have a geometrically perfect wreath on the door. We are grateful. The blessings index truly taken, enveloped by love on this, on this America's most religious holiday. And parenthetically, she says, and if I wanted to make it cynical, I could add, at least until the mad dash of the day after Thanksgiving sellout, but I don't think I want to. So there you go. That's great. Great piece. I've got one more that she also wrote about the same time in 2003. It's called uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving Eve. It's the day before Thanksgiving, the kind of day that doesn't change from 3 o'clock on. Light slowly leaks away till you look up and ask, who flipped the switch? It's quiet. So my horse prances sideways at his own padded footsteps. So quiet, I barely hear the highway, and I know that that all the clamor in the world is concentrated on the cranberry aisle at Kroger. So quiet, the deer spook me instead of the other way around. Vividly I approach, two steps closer, one step more they see me. Fixed statuaries, only the the warmth of their eyes to betray them. Another step. We are captured. All that exists is tense muscles. I am unaware of highways or cranberries or sunlight. My horse holds his breath with me. Closer again, snap. 
The wind starts up again. Shod feet impatiently plants once more, and my friends, they are three fairies, small white spirits, dancing away into the trees. Barry Kennedy, 2003. We may, we may drag those out again before the week's out, but I always like to come back around to them every Thanksgiving. Uh, what else is going on? Delk, I was looking at the, we were talking about the migration, and I, I pulled up a piece on uh, on the Internet, Murray County Migration. And the reasons why they have the migration coming to Murray County, and, and there's a, a national issue uh, when you think about it. A lot of folks are moving away from coastal states, and there's a map that really maps the inbound where people are coming from to Murray County. Most of the migration actually is from within the state coming to Murray County. There's North Florida and Middle Florida, a few from California, but... but uh, it's about desire for lower cost of living, and they were moving close to the family, increased work flexibility, the broadband, having access to internet, now allows a lot of people to work remotely. Right. And then increased work flexibility and uh, looking for job opportunities. There's seeming to be some great job opportunities even when you work remotely. Uh, schools. And and better safety in regard to the pandemic, the the, the air, geographic area is not so populated, uh, is what they're doing. So it looks like Murray County is the benefactor of of a lot of inbound migration. A few from California, Oregon, New Mexico, but the majority looks like people in Tennessee are moving to Middle Tennessee, and out from Memphis. Uh, up in the northeast, uh, Knoxville area, Cumberland. It looks like that's where all the inbound migration is coming from. Well, I mean that that makes sense. The the uh, in the last ten years, East and West Tennessee have lost population, and while Middle Tennessee has gained population, this is where the jobs are. Uh, and if you go out into rural Middle and West, I mean rural East Tennessee or rural West Tennessee in particular. Uh, the, the situation is pretty grim. You could just drive through the towns and tell it. I mean, they're 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 dying, um, and so yeah, I don't know what this Ford plant's going to do outside of Jackson. That that may that may that may sort of serve as a shortstop for a whole lot of them coming out of West Tennessee uh, looking for work. Yeah, you're going to have that that migration take place big time because, you know, when you have big plants and they employ four or 5,000 people, you know, people come from all all around with different types of services that they provide to the population. So it's going to be a, a wang dangle. Yep, yep. So, you know, I, I heard uh, Senator Jack Johnson speak last week at the Spring Hill Chamber, and uh, he is the senate majority leader in the legislature for the state of tennessee and he said on a per capita basis we are the most moved to state in the union uh, so you know that yeah. two things stand out for that is uh lower taxes also is one of those uh incentives uh not paying the taxes that's up in New York, 12.7%, New Jersey, 122 
and then you come to Tennessee and they have no state income tax, that's a great incentive. But uh, being able to have the work opportunities also and a desire for less expensive housing. Uh, a person could sell a house in, in California and come to Murray County and buy twice the land and the house, you know. So, so some cases they more want than that. that space. Yeah. In some cases more than that. Yeah, I mean, there's good reason why people are moving to Tennessee. And, um, you know, frankly, we've uh, had – first of all, it's a, it's a beautiful place with natural resources and four seasons and all that kind of thing. But second of all, we have had the benefit for 15, 20 years now of good, conservative, responsible government. Uh, and now, I won't go that far now. <laughs> Well, it provides. I won't go that far. It provides. <laughs> That's a, a stretch. <laughs> it provides stability uh, and gives people the confidence to move here with the expectation that there will be stability, that the quality of life will remain good, that the cost of living will remain low, and so they're coming. Uh, so that's that's a good thing. All right, I'm, I'm getting the signal over here. Let's take another break. We'll come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color, gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello. This is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and make zero payments for 12 months. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. The two words we live by. 
The coach we follow. All right, blow the horn. Let's go. The famous call we love to hear. Touchdown, Alabama! It's good to be a Bama fan. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide hosts the Auburn Tigers in the 87th Iron Bowl. Our coverage begins at 1130 on your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. We are back. Three news with a view. Kicking off Thanksgiving week again. Uh, this station, WKOM, will be closed Thursday and Friday, as well as our sister station, WKRM, WKOM, and WKRM, both part of Kennedy Broadcasting, will be closed Thursday and Friday. So we'll be, be with you three times this week, and back with you on Monday morning. I'm dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. All right. Regular special guest dude on uh, Monday, Carrie Powers, uh, sent us a note that she had guests. I think what she's got are the uh, orange gremlins, probably. <laughs> Man, I, I'm just, I'm still just in shock. And it really is. I fell asleep during the game, and I, 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 I mean, I caught on that Tennessee was losing, but I didn't catch on to the extent of the disaster up by the time I fell asleep. I, I just, I hadn't, I, I, you know, to get beat by a field goal at the end of the game, okay, okay, I, yeah, that yeah, happened, right. that yeah, happened. yeah. But sixty-three to thirty-eight, yeah, double your good points, gosh, and, yeah, to give up sixty some points, that's. There you go. That's an yeah. There's that. That's just like I said. I'm still. I wouldn't have ever ever thought no. that would have happened. I, I I was I was worried about a letdown. I was worried about you know maybe an upset, especially when I watched all the other uh, top five teams struggling. Uh, you know, I thought, uh oh, it's it's just one of those weeks. Everybody's everybody's having one of those weeks, and and boy. <laughs> that was that was more than just one of those weeks. Delk, I don't know if you saw Yale uh, defeated Harvard in their. No, I did not. They see did, that. and that you know that's that's one of the longest running rivalries in college football. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did not talk with my daughter over the weekend, but uh, yeah, Yale got a big win. That, that was a good well, one for them. Go Bulldogs! Uh, <laughs> yeah, you talk. <laughs> those games are fairly hilarious to attend i'm sure i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) anyway well i've there's several things going on you know around the country of national interest i mean uh all week long in particular uh, uh, the wall street journal a lot of never trumpers uh, you know, and the Wall Street Journal on every editorial voice they had saying, don't run Trump, don't run Trump. Uh, but what they all kept saying is that there's this long uh, list of potential uh, rising stars in the Republican Party who could do as well or better than Trump in a run for the presidency. Folks, this is, and, and the names mentioned always are pretty much the same. Uh, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, uh, 
DeSantis. Uh, well, I'm talking about the ones besides DeSantis. Oh, yeah. Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, who else gets mentioned? Uh, but, but you got a lot of evangelicals now coming out. Well, not a lot, but some, like Mike Evans, evangelical. He said, oh, Mike quote, Pence, yeah. You can't save America. He can't save America. And he can't even save himself. You know, that, that's one of the top leaders of evangelicals. And then James Robinson says if he's going to destroy the U.S. if he runs in 2024. So a lot of evangelicals are taking second thoughts and picking other folks. James Robinson? Yeah, well, but, yeah. but my point is this, Mr. York. All right, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, whoever else, some of the names they mentioned, uh, you know, there's all these other rising stars. Well, they're they're not. I mean, there there's there's only one who has shown a capability to win on a national stage other than Trump, and that is Ron DeSantis. What about Mike Pence? Couldn't, <laughs> hell no. And the thing, uh, he, he's, it would tickle me. I saw him in the and Mike, Mike Pence is a, Mike Pence is a he, good guy, but he's not. We parted amicably. Yeah. He's a good guy, but he's not presidential material. Say, now, how are you going to part amicably if, if somebody's trying to hang you? You well, think I'd part with you, Delk, if you was trying to hang me amicably? Well, I don't know. Depends on what. <laughs> the show wouldn't be amicably. There's a good, comf- good comfortable ace hardware. You know, rope. I don't know, but uh, and uh, that's a bad joke. I think. <laughs> anyway, um, my my point is, though. I mean, a lot of these people are people who would uh, are still wanting to bring back the Bushes and the Cheneys and and, uh, and and those kind of people. And those people are just dead ass losers, uh, and it really betrayed this country in a whole lot of ways. Uh, not the least of which is getting us into a years long war with a country that never did a thing to us. Uh, but they won elections, Dell. They won elections. Yeah, Trump, but, is a, it, Trump has helped lose elections. It, you know, you know. But, but my point is, there's there is nobody zero not of the Republican Party. Is now the party of the American worker. We live, oh, no. Oh, we, no. No, we no, live no. or die by the people who work, who shop in Walmart, and uh, there, there's only one who can appeal to them or has appealed successfully to those folks outside of Trump, and that's Ron DeSantis. Now, the thing about there are two things we don't know about Ron DeSantis, though. Ron DeSantis is the only alternative to Trump. Just period. Clay, do you disagree? No, I, I completely agree, uh, but. It's still unproven if what we're seeing from DeSantis is real or if he just copied the Trump playbook the last four years in Florida. I mean, again, when he was a congressman, he didn't have the the, the voice that he has now. Uh, Nope. But... All the mannerisms. he, He changed. He did change a little bit. But, you know, Joke, we were talking during the break. Since Musk has put Trump back on Twitter... These last tweets, you can actually access his page now. Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. And then he, then he, and then he puts out, I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. He said that. that. That's a little late. That's a little late. It was on January 6th, Mr. York. But see, nobody wants to talk. No, nobody wants to talk about that. Well, it's because uh, Twitter deplatformed him and took him off. 
Yeah, Mr. York, how many people does the U.S. He had all kind of cameras. He could have come out and said that in front of all the national What's cameras. What's better than Twitter? Right there in the press office. What's better than Twitter? Yeah. I mean, he's got Mr. York, 87, how, how, for, 80, oh, yeah. 87 million followers. I mean, what what better platform? 87 million. I think that's a way too high. Yeah, Paul Ryan's out there saying, get, look, run the young talent, you know, in the Republican Party. You're talking about a loser. Paul yeah, Ryan yeah, is, he a is a loser. He is a loser. He's and, a loser. And Paul Ryan would bring back the Cheneys, the Bushes. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, who's the other one down there? Oh, McCain's. And she, he'd bring them all back. Delk, you and I have and talked. losers. We've talked, losers. We've talked about this. Name one good Republican candidate since Ronald Reagan. There really hadn't been. There hadn't been. There, they, they've and, all, they, they hadn't. And you're talking about and on the, on the national, the national stage. stage. On the national stage. And Ronald Reagan wasn't that good. There's only one there's only one other than Trump who's got a chance in hell, and that's Ron DeSantis. That's it. And two things we don't know about Ron DeSantis. First of all, we don't know whether he's running yet or not. He hadn't said and he's been pretty doggone tight lipped about it. Oh, uh, he's gonna run. Well second of all, you know, as we saw in two thousand sixteen when a whole lot of you know what looked like great Republican bench guys. You know from Ted Cruz to Marco Rubio to Scott Walker, Scott Walker, Rand Paul, Rand Paul. They they all you know were great, outstanding. Uh, you know, bunch of losers, bench Republicans. Well, bunch of losers. Well, you're right in the sense, Miss York, that when they got out there in a presidential race on a national stage, they didn't do well. I mean, look at Jeb Bush. And so yeah. we do not know what Ron DeSantis looks like. On the national so, stage, could this in, be a, a, in a presidential run, we don't know. Could this be a strategic play on his part? Of just the, the the less he says right now, the more we talk about him. Uh, trying you know, trying to speculate whether he's going to do this or not. I've also wondered: Did Trump jump in too early? No, and, and, and no keep this, I think keep had, this. I don't. I don't know because he's, he's made himself a target. Funding, but my, yeah, my he's point made himself is, a target folks, now for two years. And and all he's you out there, the support. All you out there. My point is though, all of these people, and this, if you know the journal saying this kind of stuff, this is the group think in Washington right now among Republicans. Uh, they actually think Mike Pompeo or Nikki Haley or Mike Pence or some such might win. They won't. It's you know you either you either get behind Trump or you see if DeSantis is going to run and get behind him. If it's a crowd, if it's a crowd of he is he is the only one who has a chance to put together what are now the people who make up the Republican Party, the Republican base. That would be people who get a W two, who uh, have a car payment and a house payment, and uh, then pay what's left over uh, at Walmart for groceries. And uh, you know, go go to work every doggone day. Uh, but that's not the program for the Republican Party. You know, they just announced when they they assume power, the first thing they announce instead of dealing with inflation, instead of dealing with energy, they're going after Hunter Biden. Sounds familiar. What's Sounds that, like they're copying that, the Democrats' what's playbook. What's that got to do with helping people with inflation? What, what, what's that got to do with helping people reduce their energy costs? Kind of like the Russian they're, probe, they're just right? Just on a vent. On a vengeance, kind of like the Russian probe in uh, 2016. Yeah, well, Durham investigated that for three years, sucked us for tax dollars, you know, and didn't didn't indict one person. Correct. It's a waste of money and time. Yeah, waste of money. But what do you think about the new Democratic leadership coming on board? Proposed to come on board. Who, who is that, Mr. York? Who is that? I don't know. 
You don't know? No. Man. Outstanding, outstanding representatives in the House that Nancy Pelosi, that you all wanted to step down, she's stepping down. So, hey, that's a good deal. Who is it, Mr. York? I mean, who, who are they... Who are they talking about? The the congressman from New York, I can't think of his name right now, and um, Clark and uh, uh, the Latino person. They're going to be top leadership along with, I think, James Clyburn still going to stay on as advisors, but nobody's given up their position. But uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Well, because it's young people with young minds against old people. Y'all got Grassley, eighty-nine years old, and you calling Biden old? Eighty-nine years old. He'll go out probably like Strawn Thurman or some of them. And Chuck's Chuck's definitely older. Yeah, he's 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 out there, but I, uh, you know, interesting load though. I, uh, Kevin McCarthy has announced that he's not going to let. Uh, Eric Swalwell, Adam Schiff, and Ilan Omar serve on certain committees in this next Congress. And I'm normally against that. Uh, and I'm not sure I agree with Ilan Omar. Uh, but uh, he's... Uh, normally, I, you know, the American system is, if you get... And I, you know, so... I, the same the same applies for Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, every district is entitled to elect whom they want to elect. And if if we do have a democracy, then whoever they elect, even though you may not like them or they may be a crazy loon, you know, they got elected out of their district. And uh, people have a right to, I mean, that, that's curtailing their right of association and free speech when you take them off these committees. So, I I didn't believe in taking Marjorie Taylor Greene off a committee, and I'm am very skeptical of McCarthy removing uh, Swalwell, Schiff, and Omar from committees. Now you got to look at which committees, though. Uh, Swalwell and Schiff are on the Intelligence Committee. Both of them are proven uh, liars. And intelligence risk. Swalwell was sleeping with a Chinese spy. Fang banger. Fang fang. Yeah, fang fang. Oh, by the way, the and, Democratic uh, guy that's running is Hakeem Jeffries. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. He's from New York. Schiff, Schiff is a, a well documented leaker and liar. And so he has no business being on the intelligence committee for very practical reasons. So, would now, you the put Marjorie Taylor Green on there? I don't know of anything to tell me that she's a leaker or a liar or an intelligence risk. No. She's still a denier. <laughs> Why does that make her an intelligence risk? Because she's lying. She can believe Mr. York, you're redefining yeah, lying. And that's, you know, we're going to talk about that some more sometime. She has an opinion. You have an opinion. Doesn't make anybody a liar. But she's very disruptive. Well, it, it, all right. It, I'm about to. I'm about to. Is not getting business taken right, care well, of. Well, okay, take take a take a point of agreement when you get one. Now let's get down to Illinois. She's on the Foreign Affairs Committee, and her alleged sin is that she is an anti-Semite, which she is. 
Nevertheless, she was elected from uh, a largely uh, um, um, Muslim district up there in Wisconsin. Minnesota. Minnesota, wherever, where Barack Obama flew him in by the 747 load. And uh, <laughs> now it's Barack Obama's fault, right? Well, he 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 wanted Muslims in this country, and he flew them in big time. Sent planes over, and they landed in uh, not Wisconsin. What'd you say, Clay? Minnesota. Minnesota. Muslims, Muslims were being prosecuted, so they had a right to ask yeah, for yeah, asylum. yeah, yeah. Let's don't change the subject. Barack Obama flew in a bunch of Muslims who elected Ilhan Omar to the Congress. Now, they are American citizens. They do vote in this district. And if they are anti-Semitic, uh, I think they have that. I hate that. I condemn it. But the, I think they have that right, that view, a right to have their view represented in the U.S. Congress on the Foreign Affairs Committee. I do. Uh, I don't like it, but it's America. So, you know, we got a mixed bag there. Uh, yeah, but Dell, you got to look at the annex that some of these people try to do when they get into a position of uh, where the camera's on them, uh, like Jim Jordan and and Ron Johnson up in in Wisconsin. Mr. York, you don't believe in free speech. They, they, I believe in free you're, speech, you're, but you got a job to do. You don't go there and out tear here. down what's going Mr. on. Mr. York, you're, you are you don't believe in free speech. You believe you're you want an autocratic. Um, nope. Nope, I'm far from being autocrat. Yes, you, 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 you want to control speech. I don't want people that's trying to tear up democracy, trying to lead us down the dark paths of there doom. You go. There you go. You're the one who decides who gets to speak and who doesn't. That's a that's dictatorship. That's autocracy. Let's go, boy. Uh, See you tomorrow. Have a, have a great day, everybody. Come on. Yeah.